So the question is always the same. How do I get into real estate investing if I have no money? How do I find deals? How do I negotiate deals? How do I find contractors and manage rehabs? How do I get the money to even buy these houses, to hold these houses? How does a rental work? How do you manage a rental? How do you manage tenants? How do you borrow money? How do you borrow money with almost no interest? How are all these things done and how are they done the right way? Well, I am John Barbera, and this is an investor's journey where we share with you how to invest in real estate the right way and how to get into it with no money, how to do this with real tactics that are working today in the market that we're in right now with things that we are personally doing. So welcome to the show. Our housing prices going up is the cause of low interest rates and people wanting to get around and supply shortage and people having that fear of missing out in low inventory. Right. And it's like, that is a cause that's not an effect. Now, if people quit moving around and businesses quit making money and people quit uh, hiring new people and they quit expanding and then all of a sudden their inventory starts to rise because we don't have this rush of people trying to move here or move around and people try to stay in. They see prices rising so much so they start moving in with family. Instead of having one family member, you have two families living together in smaller places. It's like that will draw, put effect on or a cause onto real estate prices and that can bring prices down. And if, especially if interest rates go start rising and spiking, especially if whatever happens, it depegs the dollar over the long term, and then we're no longer we have those. Uh, and the reason we have what the luxuries we have with our mortgages is because we are the reserve currencies of the world. All right. But if they're able to destabilize that, that will cause interest rates to rise on the long term because people are like, we don't want your trash debt anymore because you're going to print the hell yeah, out of it and drive it to e- nothing. Even even if that was to happen, that destabilizing a currency and and there being massive shifts in that i don't do you really think that happens overnight i mean or is that going to be over a stretch of like maybe five years ten years before it like i I wouldn't say ten i'd say three to five three to five they could they could do something like that because i mean think about it like if they are if we do fall back into recession what is the government going to do? They've shown that they will just print money to infinity. Yeah. Well, the problem is now it's like they have inflation on there, what they didn't have in the past. And COVID, it was like, all right, everything's dropping, GDP slowing down. Like, we need to put money, drive interest rates down, and stimulate things back up. Well, they overdid it. Shocking. And uh, now they have an inflation issue. Well, now you got to raise interest rates to slow that down. But now you have massive spikes. In well, because energy. everything is a lagging indicator. That's yeah. the problem. It's like, so you keep dumping it because you're trying to see... You know, I mean, I don't even know if it's that they're trying to see results quicker or it's because of elections, right? We need results quicker so we get reelected. Yeah. Because a lot of the things that you got to put in place, it's like, look, you got to let it suck for a while. Yeah. You know, you got to let this thing like, yeah, it's going to suck for a lot of people. Well, it's going to be mean, bad for a, a while, but you can build it up correctly it was versus a, trying to rush. It was a point that you had yesterday. It's like that is the difference between like our systems versus like China and Russia. Yeah. It's like our elected officials turn over every two years. Uh, you have a new systems come into Congress. You have a new president every four years. And it seems like now it's like, well, we didn't like what that last administration did. So we're going to stop everything they did. And we're going to go this way. Well, we didn't like that one. So we're going to go back this way. Mm-hmm. And it's just a seesaw effect where you have somebody that's been in power over like Xi over in China or Putin in Russia. They can do multi-decade in election cycle in the U.S. like strategies yeah. and see where they're at. And now, so that is one a, a 
difference in our system that seems to be playing off better to somebody that can really play these games like hey uh i don't need short-term results because nobody can really get me out uh, so now that has its downsides too i'm not saying that that's a better system but right now it's like when you flip-flop every year and you're saying like well we need these these hits we need to get these things going because we need to get our elections every two years because yep. they know they want to hold the power in washington but now it's like they got the republicans like right on their heels trying to win back congress and so that's that is kind of a and it, and it hurts what we always said who ends up paying the price is us you know because while they play their games and they're trying to figure all this stuff out like we're the ones that get the biggest you know the burdens and everything that we got to deal with because they're they still everything is a lagging indicator